0: It was 1800, and Nicholas Roosevelt was building a steamship. Now, the world had never seen a steamship before, a a riverboat that was going to leave Pittsburgh on a Sunday, October 20th, in fact. And it was going to travel from Pittsburgh to New Orleans. And the Roosevelts, Nicholas took his wife Lydia along with. Some people thought at the time that Lydia should stay home because she was pregnant, but they took her with. Now, people were a little bit worried at this time because in 1811, when this steamship was leaving New Orleans and headed down the Ohio River and the Mississippi River from Pittsburgh to New Orleans, the Great Comet of 1811 was going through the sky above them. So people had never seen a steamboat before, made a lot of noise. So people actually believed that the comet was crashing into the waters of the Mississippi River because this steamboat was making so much noise. But the steamship at the time, arriving in Pittsburgh to New Orleans actually initiated a transportation revolution. And after the steamship New Orleans showed that you could have a ship that ran on steam, they began to grow completely all over and up and down the Ohio River and the Mississippi River. And it helped create a national economy, opening up markets to trade farm goods and drawing people and commerce all along the cities along that river. And they gave credit to the Roosevelt family for creating this revolution in travel. But it took them leaving, leaving the old and going into the scary place of new. So new is a departure and a departure is the act of leaving somewhere. You think about this, an airport has a departure gate for outgoing passengers and a arrival area for people flying in. Departing means, means to leave, and a departure is an act of leaving, and there are many types of departures, such as when you go to the store or you take a flight. But today, we're going to talk about a trip, a trip with Proud Mary. Welcome to the Stephen Thompson Experience. My name is Stephen Thompson and this is my experience. I'm a curious, trying to be compassionate leader who is a creator of the Stephen Thompson Experience, a podcast for leaders, followers, hopeful optimists, careful pragmatists, bold asserters, and people who want to bend the arc of the universe towards justice. My goal is to use this platform to educate, inform, and inspire individuals to use their gifts and talents in the service of others and march Right now, March is Women's History Month, and I want to talk about the song today, Proud Mary. Proud Mary was originally written by Credence Clearwater Revival, but Tina Turner did a cover of this. Ike and Tina Turner did a cover of this in 1969, and her version was released when she was married to Ike Turner. And this single really brought Tina Turner to national attention. In fact, at the time, Tina Turner earned the first of her 12 Grammy Awards with Proud Mary. Proud Mary came on the charts in January of 1971, and it rose to number four on the Billboard's pop chart, and it sold more than $1 million. And a couple of years earlier, Tina had actually attempted suicide during after a concert or before a concert, Tina had attempted commit to attempted to commit suicide. And that song helped bring her career back to life, but also her back to life. And one of the songs, it was attributed to her as a song of liberation as both an artist and a woman. So some of the lyrics in the in the song I want to think about. She says, I cleaned a lot of plates in Memphis, and I pumped a lot of tain down in New Orleans. But I never saw the good side of a city until I hitched a ride on the riverboat queen. I like what that sticks out. What sticks out? She says, she hitched a ride on the riverboat queen. And that symbolizes leaving. Sometimes you have to leave. In order to see the good side that she talked about, the good side allows you to create something new and to bring people something that has never been seen before. You invent, you create new things. And a woman who created new things, or her name I want to talk about today is Sarah E. Good. And Sarah E. Good was one of the first African American women to receive a United States patent for her inventions. Now, she was born into slavery in 1850. 1850. And in 1855, she was granted a patent by the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office for inventing of a folding cabinet bed. And she did this in Chicago She was an entrepreneur along with her husband Archibald. He was a carpenter and she owned a furniture store. And one of the great things about it is that many of her customers were working class families and they lived in small apartments and they didn't have a much, a whole lot of space in their homes for furniture, including beds. So, She created folding beds that you would unfold to sleep on at night and fold back into the wall or into a corner when you woke up, and then you had more space inside of your living dwelling. So she departed from the expectations that she was born into that didn't have expectations of her, and she left. She left that mentality, that mindset, and she went on to achieve becoming an entrepreneur and being a woman, an African-American woman, to get a patent for her folding cabinet bed. Now, let's think about this concept of leaving. Do you need to leave something? You know, maybe there's something that's making it hard for you to see the good side of the city that Tina talked about in the song. Could it be your relationships? Could it be something in your friends? Could it be families? Could it be something toxic even in your job? Well, Dr. Will Cole, a leading functional medicine expert, talks about studies and studies that show that stress levels negatively impact our health. He says that stress can increase a lot of health issues including health issues with our brain, our thyroid, and our immune system, and even lead to weight problems. He talks specifically about the Whitehall II study, and the Whitehall II study followed over 10,000 people over 12 years. And that study showed that there was a link between toxic relationships, stress, and health. And in this study, it showed that people who were in negative relationships were at a greater risk of developing heart problems, including dying from a heart attack and a stroke, than those whose close relationships were not negative. So if you are in toxic relationships, You're jeopardizing your health. So let's look at these lyrics again. If you come down to the river, I bet you're going to find some people who live. And you don't have to worry if you got no money. People on the river are happy to give. You see, sometimes leaving something behind helps you find the people who want to give. Give time and energy towards helping both you heal So you, in turn, can help other people heal. See, right now there are plenty of people who are hurting, but there are an equal amount of people who aren't hurting. So we have a match. Those who aren't hurting can help heal the people who are hurting. And maybe you're not in a place where you can heal someone because you have to come from a healed place in order to heal others. Well, if you want to heal yourself, psychology today says that these are some good things to do. Meditation, journaling, yoga, nature works, creating art. These help you heal and then you can heal others. So think about what is toxic right now? Is it fighting with people on social media? Does that help you heal? Is it constantly scrolling through newspaper headlines that tell you about the negative circumstances in the world we live in today? And I do that myself. But then I have to know that I can be an informed citizen in 15 minutes. And I can look at situations that occur in the world and if they are negative, I can look at them from a point of, Gosh, there are people who are hurting. But I don't look at it from a situation of I've got to get on a team and defend a position. Because in these times when people are hurt, in these times when there's devastation occurring, let's leave behind our teams, let's leave behind our positions that we could dig our heels into and look at the people who are hurting and make the decision to leave our team, leave our position, leave our arguments, leave our tropes that we cling to, and say, maybe it's time to heal. Maybe it's time to leave behind that which is toxic, which we are so drawn to because we think somehow that it heals but it doesn't. So let's depart. Depart from toxicity and move into healing and creating. This is Stephen Thompson, and this has been my experience. My goal today is to educate, inform, and inspire, and I hope that I have moved a bit in that direction. But if I offended or upset or triggered you, I apologize. It is never my intent. If you're facing loss and tragedy, I pray for you to have comfort and the support you need to help you face it. If you're happy right now, take time to be thankful for what you have and remember those that are battling right now. Feel free to reach out to me through the comments, leave an email address if you would like to dialogue. If you enjoyed it, subscribe. I got a brand new newsletter out called A Shot of Dopamine. You can sign up for that too. So until next time, have a great day. Have a wonderful week. Bye-bye.